to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. And I'm bringing something a little different to you today. Actually going to give you a series of questions and thoughts that you can kind of reflect on and possibly opportunities to generate ideas and some thought noodles on generating more client referrals. Um, I saw a, now that's like very generic language. It's not really the language I would normally use. Um, but the reason that this has come up for me today, or the reason I thought I'd share was there's a question in a Facebook group where somebody had said that they are working in private practice. How do they, how do people bring in clients? They've been in business for over a year and they're struggling to attract new clients. So I shared some thoughts. They, they shared what they'd done. I shared some thoughts and questions and I thought I'd share them with you because I think they could be supportive. The other reason I'm talking about marketing and I will be probably for the next couple of weeks is because I'm doing a webinar May 26th in Australian time or May 25th in the US um, and it is in UK and it's going to be on marketing without manipulation. So if that's something that you are interested in, check out the show notes. I'll drop the link and also head over to at Dietitian Values on Instagram if you want the details. Okay. So these questions are just there. If you've ever asked yourself, how do I find more clients? How do I generate new clients? This can be a way to work on that or some thoughts that can help you out. So the first step is to think about the humans that you are trying to talk to. Actually, before I say that, I want to just caveat all of this with the fact that building marketing kind of strategies and um, plans takes time. You're in the business of actually building trust. Humans who want to work with you, you're creating a space for them to trust that you are somebody that can support them. So that takes time. I generally recommend measuring things in kind of like 12 to 18 month spans so that you can get a better, clear picture of what quote unquote works for your business. So don't just try something once or twice and think, oh, that didn't work. With a lot of these things, you are kind of tweaking them a little bit and some of them you're following up because you're building trust, but you're also building relationships and relating. And as we know, even within like, you know, life, relationships aren't built by one single action of dropping a mailer off at a GP clinic, for example. Um, So let's go dive in and um, hopefully you find this supportive. And then what you can do is use the rest of the podcast time that you would normally have to actually look at these questions. Um, I will drop a a transcript of the transcript of the episode on the website as well in the show notes so that you can actually read through them if that's more supportive. So the first question is looking at your niche or the humans you want to work with, also known as a niche. Who are the people in your niche already looking for you? If they are not, then I would really recommend that you consider a tighter or different niche because if you have to use your marketing efforts to convince people, it's going to take a lot more time. You really want your marketing efforts to be letting people know that you exist, the people who already want your services, whether that's the direct human that you want to work with or people that they would be referring them to you. So those people, you want the people who already see the value of your services and you just want to be literally letting them know you exist, building relationship, of course, but you don't want to be convincing them. What often happens is people in the health space think of GPs and doctors. Unfortunately, 
we often have to spend most of our time and efforts convincing the GPs and doctors to think about us, to convincing them to remember us, to convincing them to actually refer clients. That's such a waste of your time. So looking for either the humans and also in those referral pathways, people that don't need convincing but simply are looking for you already and you're just letting them know you exist. So that's the first step. You may need to tighten your niche or change your niche a little bit. Where do the people that you want to share your work with, your niche, where do they already hang out? Where are they already going? Again, people might only be going to the GPs to get their scripts refilled to when they've got like an acute injury. They're not going there weekly. They're not going there all the time. They don't necessarily bring these things up with their GP. There are some specific medical conditions, of course, where GPs and doctors and specialists are a really great referral option. And for a lot of us, the people that we want to share our work with are going to other places. Maybe they're going to Pilates on a Saturday morning. Maybe they're going to their gym and they're talking to their their personal trainer. So where do they already hang out? If it's online, perhaps they're listening to a podcast or they read a favorite blog or an online um, kind of publication. So where are they already hanging out? Who do they already trust around their health and well-being? And where are the opportunities to build relationships with those people? So for example, depending on your niche, perhaps this person goes to the gym and they have a personal trainer and not all personal trainers, but there are a lot out there that see the benefit and value of, I'm going to use a dietitian in this um, example, and they would refer them to you. There could be personal trainers who see the benefit of referring on to an exercise physiologist or a physiotherapist for specific acute conditions. So where are the people, who are the people that you want, the people that you want to share your work with? Who do they already trust? Who are they talking about things to where you could be inserted into the conversation? And of those people, who already sees the value in your work? Because again, we don't want to be convincing people. You want to be sharing your services, marketing your services to people who already see the value in what you do. Of course, going alongside this is being bloody good at what you do so that people also then see that that referral pathway gets strengthened by the fact that people go back and they're like, thanks for referring me to that dietitian, for example. She was great or they were great and I had um, such a great session and X, Y, Z. So where that loop is happening, where that relating is being built. Okay, the next one and the next place that you can start to look is to dig into your stats. Actually, before I go into that one, based on this idea of where people are hanging out, whether you're in person or an online business, so thinking more about where they hang out and also like what other kind of adjacent services are they um, looking at. So for example, if you were in pediatric kind of nutrition or you work with families and kids, where do they already go? Maybe they go to schools, maybe they go to childcare or some sort of care. Maybe they go to community events, maybe they go to the library. You don't have to contain it just to the health space. If you're online, what other online spaces are people hanging out in? So the first place people come to would be your website, right? That might be where they hang out. How would they find it? Where do people hang out? They're doing Google searches. They're listening to podcasts. So how can you optimize those opportunities or where are the opportunity to look at, say, optimizing the SEO of your website. So when people are chucking in something in a Google search, you show up. Having things like a blog or a podcast or some sort of content of your own that builds trust with people so that when they're looking for a certain issue, you're answering that question for them. And then they're like, yeah, actually, I need to work with this person more potentially. Um, If you don't want to do your own podcast, blog, vlog, whatever it might be, it can be thinking about being a guest on other people. Again, if we go back to that question, where are people hanging out? In person, it might be that they're hanging out at the gym. Online, it might be that they're hanging out at a certain podcast. Every week, they're listening to this podcast. That could be an opportunity to do a guest chat. Um, All of this stuff's built on relationships, right, though. So you're building relationships 
um, with these spaces. Now, some again, some spaces, it might just be simply you say, hey, I'm a dietitian. I'd love to have a chat on your podcast. And people are like, oh, that's great. We actually would love to interview you. And sometimes it's like, hey, building that relationship. So it's not just a case of the transactional piece. And the, the, the reason that's important for many reasons, but people are more likely to share your services to talk about you if they like you, if they have a relationship with you, not because of any kind of giving, getting out of it, but think about in your own experience, right? You're having a conversation with a group of friends in real life, um, in your life, day-to-day life, and they say, oh, I've got a sore back. I really need to head to the physio. You're either going to recommend somebody you already know, somebody you've worked with, somebody you have a relationship with you. So same goes for the humans that we work with. How can you build relationships where you are front of mind when people are having these conversations, either with the people in their life, like their loved ones, their day-to-day peeps, or other professionals or other spaces they're in contact with? The last part is to look at your current stats. So looking at where have people found your services in the past or currently. If you're not collecting that data, I highly recommend either pop it on your intake form or just a short conversation when you're working with somebody for the first time. Hey, how'd you hear about these services or how'd you find me? Um, That will give you an idea of where people are coming from. You can then identify your key referral pathway or pathways and you can look for opportunities to either double down on that and not double down in an extractive, you know, suck more out of it, but more like where are the opportunities to build more relating and connection through that referral pathway. You can look at how could you grow it. You can also look at where are some other like pathways that you could enhance or that you could build onto it. So for example, um, somebody that I've been working with um, currently, a, a, um, recently a coaching client, we were talking about um, their referral pathways and one of the places they had gotten very a smallish number but was from dietitians in the hospitals around them. And so we talked about how that could maybe be enhanced by building relationships and building connections. Now, not as in go in there and tell them why they should be referring to you, but building relationships and relating so that when people are coming in as inpatients and then they're needing to be um, discharge, she was front of mind. And so that was what you can look at. So look at where you're already getting clients. Where are the humans finding you right now? Now, if no one's finding you, you might just need to give yourself some more time to try out some strategies. Pick one or two and just keep working on it. Keep building relationships. But if you already have referral pathways and you've got a few that are really easily identified as your key ones, how can you build and enhance those? Okay, so that's what I wanted to share with you, those questions. Go take some time to jump into those and um, I'd love to hear any thoughts that you have and if you're interested in the webinar, check that out. Until next time, bye for now.